0: Before we get started, a word from 3BR, a sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. 3BR Distillery is a producer of unusual craft spirits featuring a kitschy Slavic punk tasting room at 7 Main Street in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit is made from peas, and it's an homage to a family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house. Find more about 3BR at 3BR Distillery on Instagram or visiting the tasting room.
1: People that could eat that and get nutrition off of that. Yeah. Wait. Also Are you talking about eating they eat every, vomit? They eat, no, they eat the, the stomach. Count, eat every the part contents of the, of the stomach. Oh. Like survivalists like people that do this for like living, eat every single part of the animal. They can, they can be Including it. the undigested food in the animal's it, stomach. Yeah, no. They, it's they, the partially that's, digested, that's a, digested food. It's partially digested, and that's like a bonus ball for them, because they get vegetation. Oh, yeah. Like, in the middle of the winter in Alaska... Where there's nothing fucking alive that they can eat, like that's green. They're eating grass too out of an elk stomach. Like the the moss and shit on the side of trees that elks eat and partially digest. That's cool. But you know what? The most expensive coffee in the world is that uh, ocelot cat eats the beans. They feed the motherfuckers. They just keep fucking. They have farms and they feed them these fucking coffee beans. But the cats digest. And the they beans. digest it and they shit it out. It's called like a cat. Shit. If you Google <laughs> cat shit coffee, this will come up. Yeah. It's the most expensive cup of coffee you can get. They digest their stomach contents. Digest it partially which is just enough to be like perfect for like incredible smoothness and this and that blah 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 what the br- fuck
2: are we talking about cat
1: shit coffee like google it like it,
0: it. <laughs> welcome back to the talking tacos podcast i'm here dr dave with all of my friends i'm matt
3: i'm bill i'm campbell i'm kung fu joe and we're all shadow bands
0: and we're all the shadow bands Oh, yeah, Not are here, me. We have things to talk about. <laughs> we're here in Asbury Park. Not me. <laughs> we're, we're here in Asbury Park no. uh, at Lotteria, the restaurant part of the Bond Street Complex. We like it. Previous to uh, the stories that you're going to hear about tonight, we had a green room this show at the Asbury Park Distilling Tasting Room. We they loved had, it
1: for years. Years. For five years I've been going there. For three, two and a half, we've loved it. We've yeah. gone there...
2: Four and a half, five days a week. Yeah, it's become a second home in the last two and a half years.
0: And um, through some very unfortunate um, management decisions, they unceremoniously fired the (laughs) creative um, head bartender of the place, um, and told him that they were going to keep all of his recipes and his cocktails.
1: Well, not only and, that, yeah, they're, they're going... And
0: all the
3: products that he had come up with.
1: New cordials that haven't been mass-produced yet. Yeah. They're going to be
3: mass-producing. Yeah, they fired the creator, and they're going to take his line, and they're going to sell. That's they're going story. to hire a bunch of bartenders who know how to make drinks, and
0: they're going to say, here, make these drinks. These are the drinks you need to make. And then it,
3: it's going to be stuck in time. It's like having Willy Wonka, killing them, taking over the factory, and teaching Oopaloopas how to pour,
0: but only making the exact same candies and no new ones ever again. Yeah, no new songs.
3: Yeah,
2: anybody can follow instructions. It takes a brain, genius brain to create. But it's interesting because you know, for for us, right, it was like it was like a second home. You know, we were friends with everybody that was there. And seeing it I love all, the staff, yeah. yeah, seeing it all kind of fall apart because obviously, you know, when one person departed, when Papa's and, gone, yeah, the rest of the family wants to go with them. Rightfully so, I'd have done the same thing.
4: Okay. Now, well, Casey is going to land on his feet. I already, fun. Yeah, I already know. I'm not worried
1: about Casey, even though I love it. I, he's been I respect picked up by another company
4: already. We know. And
2: yeah. yeah, we know. We're it's going to be end. fantastic. So, but. like,
1: it's a great spot for him. What I'm worried about here, Joe, is um, very selfishly, uh, I with him selfishly, Myself, I live here. That was my Cheers. That was where I went. Like, oh, I don't know. Absolutely. I just feel like going out and getting a fucking drink, you know. Um, I no longer. That,
0: I no longer want the owner of that establishment to profit. But off not my only dollar. that.
1: After that, like you saw some real loyalty. DJ bailed right away. Can I get some regular chips too? Um, DJ bailed right away, which was really like a, a G move. He didn't even have anything in the in the wings. He was just like, "I love Casey. Like here's my fucking notice. I'm out." Um, other people are doing the same, just you know, more business appropriately. But um, they killed the whole dynamic, man. They killed the whole fucking like family of love scene. They had a family. There. It was it's a sad thing to see dissolve because. It's not of them necessarily. Like they all would have worked together for the next ten years, mass producing like beautiful fucking like drinks and, and great it,
4: things and accolades and awards. It really does betray a lack of understanding of their own brand. Yep. They, that's what they really really pisses me off. They like didn't understand how they much took of away their from brand. Them. Like that yeah. was
1: everything to them. At one point, one of the staff initially was thinking about going. Somebody who's making some of the best cocktails in Asbury Park, in my opinion. Was thinking about going to fucking one of those jump zone places and working there. It's like you can't have, you can't, you can't fucking do that. That's not right. That's not okay.
2: Sure. Like, we did too much passing. There you go. That's your before
0: we spill this tequila. Before you spill this tequila. Yeah, before you spill this tequila. Before anyone who spills this tequila. Yeah. For anyone who will not be Before
4: named. tequila is spilled. Let's uh, put it in sp- the passive voice. Actually,
0: to- uh, when I was in Mexico City, I learned that you're supposed to spill the mezcal, mezcal a little on bit. The table. Um, and then you take it between your fingers and, like, you rub it in your palms and you, like, effervesce the scents and the flavors and, like, you kind of smell it Wait, and taste are we talking it.
4: about tequila or head... Yeah. You um, do the I thought we were talking about jizz. Do the shot to
0: the Mescaleria that uh, I visited in uh, Mexico City. Skull.
2: Cheers. 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 Ah, uh, yeah, buddy.
0: So it's Tuesday. It is and Tuesday. we didn't go to the distillery for the Third, fourth week in a row
2: now. Because they're closed. Yeah,
3: closed now on Tuesdays.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's just the whole thing is a shame overall because again, yeah, I mean, obviously, selfishly, it sucks. We can't go there on Tuesdays. The world just really, turned upside down. We're like every, yeah.
4: We're locked out of
3: the bar. Well,
1: I was closed. gonna
2: say, so let's let's transition the conversation to why we are a shadow band because yeah, let's. As we said before, right? You know, like we're. We're not that concerned about our, our friends on the staff landing on their feet. We know they're going to be great. just fine. It's not out, so much fine. Our displeasure is not so much with the fact that this is happening, because this kind of stuff happens. It's more our displeasure with the fact that the owners are... They don't know what they had. They don't know what they had. They don't know what they're doing, clearly. We want to let them
1: know how bad they fucked up.
2: Yeah. So uh, we took it, uh, you know, Somebody as, they, as they say, we took it to the streets. Well, they right? don't listen to
1: the staff. They yeah. don't
2: care about the staff. We took it to social media. So,
1: like, maybe they don't care about the people of the town.
0: We're the number one, two, three, four... Yep, usually. ...customers at that place.
2: Yeah, no one's given them more business than us in the last two and a half years. If you're not going to listen to your top ten customers, who are you going to listen to? Well, but of here's I'm not even going to say in their defense, because I'm not trying to defend them. It's an it's, it absolute insult to the owners. They don't know who... <laughs> Their top customers are. They have no fucking idea what's going on their to, business. I made sure to mention it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, glad now they said. know, yeah. Oh, well, prior to us calling them out on social media, they had no fucking idea what's going on. They didn't know. I made sure to mention it. Yeah. Rightfully so. Okay. Yeah. Pull your records. Ask Babs how to.
0: Yeah. I'm sure if there was a night that um, they were in there, the, the staff would have been like, hey guys. Is the owner. Yeah. His name is Dickhead
2: McCockface. <laughs> I mean that's not a telling thing, right? We for the last two and a half years we've been in there bare minimum two once di- a week. Yeah, bare minimum. Usually, usually the norm two. is the, the average is two to three times a week. No. And usually I would not say for me. I was gonna say it's probably three to four in the summer specifically.
1: Four to five is not uncommon for me. Yeah. Um three is a certainty. Yeah. Three is like I'm definitely gonna touch there three days a week. When they're open, when they're open.
0: When they're open. It's a lot harder when they're only open for this. It. Yeah, it's so it. from it Thank you.
2: I like yeah. I, I mean, like, like how, many, and how many times have we been in there, you know, like, after hours? Like, just, you know, us and the, and the fucking yeah. people? Like, it's just, you know.
0: How many times have we booked private events there? At my birthday. A you. There. Yep. Yeah. We filled that
2: whole po- Place. At night, you know, yeah. we, a podcast there there, we sold
0: tickets. We sold out events. We sold there. out,
1: which we had no. We got yeah. We zero sold tickets to their events. Zero anything for. We just promoted for them.
2: Yeah. So so again, since, recorded multiple
0: podcasts there.
2: Yeah. So I want to make sure we're it's clear that for. we're not.
0: No, even the first one.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like we're not trying to be petty here. I am. We're. Huh, but
1: deservedly so. I am too, but deservedly so. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I mean, Penny in the sense that, like, we are, we need to make sure that everybody knows that. We have these history people that. are acting like shitheads. Yeah, we have a basketball don't everyone. know how to really run their their business when they're ignoring things. Well, they're running their
1: business to the ground, and yeah. we need to tell them that. Like, yo, know, we're dying to give you guys money.
0: Since he Since Casey took that place over, it's been so much different and so much better. Rumor is. They just wanted them to t- be able to make more cocktails per
1: hour and make more revenue per hour.
2: Yeah, it's small dick energy for sure. They were threatened.
1: And then they closed for fucking three days a week to combat that. Their solution well, they
0: made it through is the to summer. take a bar in the middle They waited of until the end of the summer to fire them. They wouldn't have done it in August.
3: Oh, yeah. No, they would have, have lost like so much mom. money. He said he knew for a month. Yeah, but I mean... Now you close there in a week. I mean, you you shut the door on every local that lives in town. I mean, how many times you go there for a drink? How many times you go to work and then you go? You want to go with someone where, you, where it feels like home, and you got bartenders you love, and you're willing to pay a premium price for alcohol, and you feel good about it. There's no TV in that place. There's no nothing. No. You go there to fucking go repeat. there. Yeah. And they don't understand because they don't ever fucking the, go there. the age old story is you go to a bar
1: after work kind of deal. You have two drinks and you go home. That's what we did there. We had two drinks. Like, did we occasionally have more? Yeah, but like the regular, on the norm, too. our average was like not much more. Now we'd have two and a shot of the shell on the way out and fucking have a great day. Well, but usually yeah. it's two drinks there before we do anything or two drinks there after we do yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, or both, and or both. I mean,
2: <clears throat> do you know how hard it is to go to a bar... And be a straight cis, whatever white man like we all are here at the table. And to be able to actually be friendly with a bartender, like most bartenders like they don't want to talk to fucking Especially people. In like yeah, like they're fucking jackasses. Most bartenders don't want to fucking talk to people. I'm here, distributed beers, so I'm gonna do it with a smile but I don't actually want to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, it definitely no, depends. I have no vested interest it in... It depends on the bar and the time you're going to the Right, said most. Yeah, most. In, in most scenarios. Asbury Park Distilling, with the crew that was there, at any time of day, at, on any day, whoever was working, you can sit down and strike up a conversation. With the people working behind the bar, and they were legitimately engaged in that conversation. But that's this, not something you experience. But this everywhere. goes
1: because you usually cater to like what was going on there—the drinks, the spirits, the, the, what was going in it. Um, and I always say this at work to my boss about like my guys at work for me. Like, I'm so, like I can't teach people to care. Yeah, I yeah. literally like, said that today. Ever. I I can't make them care. I can't. Yeah. I can I can influence them. I can I can encourage them. I can motivate them. But
3: I can't make them do it. Yeah. You know how many and nights like, in the lab these people spent to fucking make the drinks? Hours, of, like, and hours, hours and hours and hours and hours If they didn't give a shit, hours. they couldn't serve up any fucking... Here's a drink with a fucking slice of lime. That's another go.
1: reason I like to go there, though. Not only were they cool, because, like, full disclosure, I didn't like all of them at hey, first. Hey, you pass
2: that salsa down here?
1: I didn't like all of them at first. Now I love them all <laughs> like family. But... I don't need to like them. Their their passion showed. Like they're fucking. They they cared about what they were doing and they did it well. And it showed in everything that was coming out of it.
2: Yeah, it was it was that was the that was the reason we went right. The product, obviously incredible. That's the reason we stayed. The drinks, right. No, no. The reason we went is the reason we yeah. stayed. The drinks phenomenal. The people are the reason we kept on going three, four, five. Times and here's how meeting. you know that the owner is a shitty guy.
0: Is because. His initial response, now we heard this through ownership of uh, other alcohol uh, companies in the area that he's friends with, um, that he was complaining that it was just Casey's friends. And we are, I, I would say a better word for us is not his friends, we're his fans.
1: I don't have his phone number. Yeah. I've never, I don't know where he I, lives. Yeah, I don't know him outside I've of work I've never at all. seen his apartment or house. Yeah. I've never hung out with him outside of the cinema. I like Casey because yeah. I love his fucking passion. We're, never, yeah. we're fans I like of he Whenever put. Whenever I yeah, saw Casey, we one. went to see him at yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, at at
2: work. We named we named the place, we affectionately named the place Cheers for a reason. It was our Cheers. We watched Casey create content. Yeah, I anyway. love Casey, but is it taco, it, it, time? taco time. It's taco time. It is taco time. Let's go. You guys have a special or you close to town? Do. Yeah, a special situation? <laughs>
4: had any of my mom's chimichangas?
2: Thank you, Allie. I try not to think Yo.
0: about your mom's chimichangas too much, <laughs> Yo, Being that, she's my aunt. Uh,
2: they're
3: fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how nice.
4: My mother makes excellent chimichangas.
2: And we're talking about Joe's mom's chimichangas. We're talking
4: about Joe's mom's chimichangas. Here we
2: go.
3: <laughs> See what happens when we cut the let get
4: thing. weird. <laughs>
2: Juicy and meaty.
4: Uh so delicious.
3: Shows us the best,
4: yeah. Oh, you
2: know what? Do they have horchata here? I don't think I've ever asked for horchata. Oh, I would
1: love horchata right now. Can no, you, I think we think
2: I think we've asked for horchata here, like, a yeah, long Yeah, really back, back when we had, like, one microphone, I they're think. like offended. it was. Yeah. I believe the answer was no, but I think we've asked for it before.
1: Yeah, just because I'm really random, and this is in my head right now. Um, shots of limoncello, espresso limoncello at my place after this, if you guys want. Can't buy Sounds here. like a plan. Always a I mean, Welcome
0: knows. back to the Talking Tacos podcast. Oh, we've been back, baby. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm excited about this. The sauce is very good. We didn't have a hot sauce for this week. We. Yeah, so we're... I'm so, so mad, mad about in. the distillery. Yeah. yeah, I'm so mad.
1: Well, no, we, we haven't but, even really dove into the depths of, of voicing our discern or
4: we're you yeah. know. Oh, yeah, wait. I'm mad all the time. No, you're right. You're not done. So, if I can transition us from... One sad topic to another sad topic. Going to a different sad topic. Different sad topic. What else are we sad about? Uh, That we should all be sad that the greatest Batman actor of all time passed away this past week. Kevin Conroy passed away at 66 from cancer.
2: Uh, I didn't even know he had cancer. Yeah.
4: Kevin Conroy was the voice of Batman on the Batman the Animated Series, the Justice League cartoon, and on several video games and Batman cartoons throughout the last 30 years. The man was the... He is I, Batman, period. Point he, blank, period. Best Batman, best Bruce Wayne, best yeah, just see? voice in general for that character. I don't want
1: to take away from him. I don't. Well, but you but can. Me, you can
2: have your opinion, but your opinion is going to be wrong. But to me...
1: The best Bruce Wayne slash Batman, alone, not for the thirty-year stretch, just for me watching, the best Batman Bruce Wayne is Michael Keaton. Is Michael Keaton? He's right. So I, I also Mike, agree. Michael Keaton. Uh,
4: here's
3: the reasons we're wrong.
4: I loved Michael Keaton as Batman. You didn't Keaton, like him as Bruce Wayne. He was Michael not a Keaton good Bruce Wayne. played a great Batman his Bruce Wayne... Tell me one of these new fucks are better so as Bruce Michael Wayne. So Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne was more Clark Kent than Bruce Wayne. Michael nope. Keaton's Bruce Wayne was bumbling. He was like uh, uh, the, charming. The, the, the charming fool. Like, he wasn't yeah, well, I mean, Bruce yeah, he was Wayne. If
3: you became goofball. a billionaire tomorrow, I think you'd be a
4: bumbling yes. fool. Yes, Bruce Wayne's Bruce wayne well, charming, is Bruce Wayne's been
2: a billionaire his entire in, life. No, but not, in the you know, comic not, but not books... But not in control of it, yeah. yeah.
4: In the He's comic not, books... Yeah. Incorrect. Bruce Wayne is... Is the the frat boy billionaire? He's the like the male Paris Hilton in the comic books. Bruce Wayne is not the way that Michael. And I love Batman '89. I love Batman Returns, but Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is not my ideal Bruce Wayne.
2: Uh, yeah, and, and and let's clarify though. In you know, I now, agree with Joe that Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is not the best Bruce Wayne. However, that does not detract from the fact that Batman you 89, say Kevin yeah. right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 what I'm about to say is it does not detract from the fact that Batman 89, Tim Burton's Batman, first Batman is the best oh, Batman movie ever. Oh, absolutely. All right, the, the, the best Batman the, film. I'm
1: really yeah. going to fucking kick in the door yeah. and throw a Grenade right now. Jack, Jack. Nicholson
4: was the best Joker.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jack
2: Nicholson, obviously.
4: Jack Jack Nicholson, fantastic well, a, Joker. I don't know. Subjective. I mean, he's just so... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, Jack Nicholson was a fantastic Joker. Mark Hamill was still the best Joker.
1: Yep. One of the greats. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Like, I, Mark I, Hamill's Joker is when I, still absolutely the best. When I say the, see, best. the best, I don't want to detract from the others. I don't. But,
4: like, I have to choose the best in my mind and who, you know, so, like... When I read um, comics, when I read the Joker, I read it in Mark voice. Hamill's voice.
2: Yeah. See, here's the problem when it comes to this conversation. Batman, Batman, Bruce Wayne, that whole combo... By and large, for the, what, 70 years that he's been a character, has been largely written pretty much the same way. He's always been Batman and Bruce Wayne. The Joker, however, has been written dozens of different ways. And I appreciate all... No, totally. So that makes it harder to say which is the best Joker. So you know know. what's funny
1: is I'm one of the older ones at this table, and... In 89, I was 7. So, it's, it's pretty likely to say that was my first introduction
4: to Batman. I, I didn't totally, read comic yeah. books. I saw Batman 89 at a drive-in movie theater. Dope. Yeah, my parents pulled the van in. We opened up the back doors of the van. My brothers and I were in our sleeping bags with the, the van doors open awesome. and the little thing playing no the, the audio. No one had slept with Stephanie at that point. No one had slept <laughs> with any Stephanie's at that point. No Stephanie's had been slept with.
2: Amazing, yes. You're not wrong. Yeah. Everybody's fucked her since then. <laughs>
3: wow, we took that shot of tequila.
2: Yeah, we did that like 15 minutes. Good ago, job, bro. guys. Where, you, where you been? Nobody spilled any. I, I,
4: didn't
2: yes. have my rain gear. Yeah. No one. We're, we're only so. We're only 21 minutes of the podcast. I smoked so much weed before coming here. Up- Kevin
4: Conroy because he is such he was such a a huge part yeah regardless of personal opinion you know he was a huge part he's
2: the voice of Batman I hear like in my head yeah
4: every single day when I got home from school I would turn on channel 11 and watch an episode of Batman and it was his voice I was hearing yeah
3: so you're hearing voices are you uh, every day. See, go when ahead.
4: I got home from
1: school, a girl I was dating, even I was 16 years old, the, the first girl I like, dated, dated. Um, she knew not to call me after school because I would go home and I would watch Spider Man. Yeah, dude. Spider Man was on and I would watch it every day after school. And then she can call me.
3: Can
0: call me a five, baby.
3: Call me a five. <laughs> Tragic. Bill. <it's> hey! A- <laughs> <laughs> Always ready. <laughs> Always ready with a little warning. <laughs> sometimes you got to take pictures. Sometimes you have
2: to Yeah, I the like the
1: candidates, right. too. The candidates are, weird, but, like, you know, the face in the phone is fucking dumb after a little yeah, bit. The,
2: the candidates are normally the only thing that I do. So I gotta, Joe and Lisa, have... our
1: friends, uh, our friends of the podcast people, um, their wedding photographer was only candid. So, like, I was in the wedding party, and there was no, like, okay, you stand here, and you put your hand here, and you look this way. None of that shit. It was, like, really? okay. Only candid? It was, like. For the staged things air quote stage things um it was like okay you guys all go to that beach rail over there and like some sit and some stand and like look at each other and that was like that was That's it the and direction like they would getting. fucking take it from there and, and do everything like i kind of like that and there was only like a few things like that a few of those staged yeah. ones like they're all throughout the um th- all throughout the wedding all throughout the cocktail hour all throughout all that shit it was just you didn't even know she was there if there was a good moment she was just encapsulating
2: it in something. You they know, pay like, a lot of money for that. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, but wedding, she's also
1: done like a lot of our friends' weddings since. Alison Conklin is her name. She's really good.
2: Dude, wedding photographers are the most insane breed because their price ranges will vary. It's from like, like wedding like, bands and, and music and shit yeah, like that too. So, they vary know? from like it's like oh right, yeah, twenty five hundred for you know a few hours. Bye guys. You, you know, guys or like the same price tag, it's like ten grand. And you're like. Wait, yeah, wait yeah, a second! Right, like what? Right. Like what's going on here? What,
1: do you have hookers and cocaine? What do you do? Yeah, dude, the
2: price is just wild. Like as a person that has been married, idiot. Um, you know, I can I continue, almost like, did. Man. <laughs> I got so fucking close.
4: But I will say, so for, for my wedding, as a person who has once been married as well, um, beep, 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 once he says beep, 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 at my wedding. Uh, So I was engaged for two and a half years, and when I first was seeking vendors for my wedding, I contracted with the company because my friend Vanessa had been working for that company, and I was hoping for her photography because I know how fantastic she is. By the time my wedding came around, Vanessa was, was no longer working for that company. However, as a wedding gift to me, she took some photos at my wedding anyway. All of the photos that the company that I actually hired to do my pictures were, like, they weren't bad, but they weren't good photos. It was just, like, kind of stock standard, nothing made. All of the photos that Vanessa took, you can tell right away they are of a much higher quality. They're better framed. They're better shot. Everything about them is just much, much higher quality. And she did that for free. As again, so though, and she is now a world-renowned wedding photographer. She literally, That's like, awesome. Teaches Vanessa Joy on Instagram. Follow her. I'll tag her. I'll uh, put her as my uh, my <laughs> my uh, tag later on too. But uh, yeah, she's absolutely fantastic, and you can see the the difference in quality. She is one of those ten thousand dollar photographers because she's so ridiculously good at her job. But. Yeah, like, you, you can get people. a very, very wide so, variety. So,
1: Joe, Joe, as somebody who did get married at the also you as well, I'm sure, um, you pay the money for the photographers. How dope is it to not really have to interact with them much during the whole oh, yeah. wedding? Like, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, because yeah, Because, like, Alison Conkrum is all, like, candid. She was, like I said, she was in the fucking shadows, man. She just, like, appeared where there was a good time, snapped a bunch of pictures, and was out. Like, Yeah, it's cool because like you don't. It's not like okay now. It's not like programmed. It's not. It's, it's just real emotion. It's real feel. It's By real the time laughter. I got
4: to my reception, like all of the uh, like all of the photography was done, and yeah. I just got to enjoy the entire reception, and it was fantastic. Uh, you know, as much as uh, I am happy that that uh, marriage has ended, uh, that wedding was fucking awesome.
3: I was one of the vendors at the church. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, no, my, my wedding was one of the Chris best parties. Chris played my theme song. Yeah. Yeah. My was wedding was one. one of the best
2: parties I've ever thrown. I was very happy about Especially it. Especially
0: when your brother showed up. Dude. That, oh, for the 10
3: minutes Uh-oh. he showed up? Uh-oh.
2: My He was my hero in a different country. Oh, my God. Hey, so let, let's tell this story real quick. So, <laughs> my, you know my why brother. You don't want me to tell the story. My brother, he was one of the groomsmen in my wedding. What a guy. Um... Rest to understand why this story happened, you need to understand that my brother obviously came to my bachelor party, went to Toronto, and we were doing lots of things um, lots that of I didn't things. expect my brother to uh, partake in, and he did. And he hung, and he had a great time, and he was like like fucking best of the rest. He was, he was having very, a great time. Super impressed. Is, uh, very impressed. My, my, my brother's seven years younger than me, so I was very impressed. Um, so fast forward to my wedding. Rehearsal dinner, we're doing the whole dinner thing. He's there, we're eating, we're drinking, blah, blah. I noticed that my brother is not particularly eating. He's not really drinking um, water either. He's drinking a lot of booze, like we all are. Dinner's over. We obviously continue the party late into the night. We're having some extra curriculars and we're having a wonderful time. I gotta be up at 9 a.m. for Hot Shades for the groomsman. 9 a.m. rolls around. My this brother is, is nowhere to be found. I'm like, you know, fine, whatever. Like, he, he misses the, the hot shave. Not a big deal. It was just like a fun little thing I had set up for my groomsmen. The rest of us go. We're all calling my brother all morning. All Don't flick. hear from him. Just nothing. Going straight to voicemail, nothing. So finally, me and uh, Anthony, former enemy, or current enemy of the podcast, former best friend Anthony, uh, we go to his room, knock on the door. And my brother finally opens the door, and he's got a towel around his waist, and he's like, wet. Like he had just come out of the... Can't see it from me. Chris, you're lucky that shot was already taken. Oh, I took a video serious,
1: of you yeah. telling that story. Up until now, it's a teaser video for everyone, because Perfect. you like, towel, you look at the glass fall, and then done. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Um, so my brother enters the door, towel around his waist, looking wet. Like, oh, looking he just wet. got out of the shower. I'm like, hey, how you doing, what's going on? He goes, yeah, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, sorry, I missed it. I was just tired. I overslept No video. I'll be down for wedding photos, whatever, in like a half hour, whatever the hell, uh, how long time it was. Like, all right, cool, man. Cool. Go cool. downstairs. Let's a drink. We got down for the wedding photos. My brother's nowhere to be found. <laughs> not answering his phone, just like nothing. And then it starts to click, and I'm like, I'm like, he wasn't, he had just not gotten out of the shower. That was sweat. He was sweating to death. He was dying, vomiting vomiting because he hadn't eaten food at the rehearsal yeah. dinner and drank with the rest of us and tried to hang with the rest of us without eating any food, having a fun time. Don't it's do just, what I do,
1: kid. It's right? not for you.
2: Did not work. So so at this point, I realized that my brother is not going to make it to my wedding. Oh. I have to assign <laughs> Rob, friend of the podcast, with an additional bridesmaid to come down. And, Rob makes like, I'm like, listen, He's to be bowling. clear, to be clear. I don't care that my brother didn't make it because it was just... It's fucking hysterical. Because it's a funny fucking story. It's right? you like, bring up like, forever. Yeah, like, like it wasn't yeah. like he had some sort of responsibility where like him well, maybe not, not, not being there was going to be a detriment to the wedding. Like the wedding went on just the way it was going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's just a funny fucking story that my brother is too fucking hungover to come and be as a groomsman in the wedding. But the icing on the cake was like, I don't know, maybe like an hour and a half into the reception... My brother shows up in the reception in his I had great tuxedos for everybody. Shows up, looks like a walking corpse, and he is like sweating through his tuxedo, and he's like, oh, I, can't, oh, oh, yo, "I can't, I can't even take some pictures, green. man. I'm not feeling good." It was, it, dude, he was. He was green, green and like and white at the same time. Like yeah. he was just a walking fucking corpse. Pale green. Took like three pictures. All of my friends, all of, just ripped into him to no end, went back upstairs, passed out for the next, like, 12 hours. And that was the story of my brother at my wedding. And the best part about it was for, like, weeks after I started posting pictures on Facebook and shit, all of the, all, all my other friends, all the groomsmen, Milazzo especially, would comment, where's Mike? Where's Whoa. Mike? Where's Mike? And all, like, the official groomsmen photos. And again, Mike, if you're listening... I, I don't care. I just think no, it's a I, fucking no, hilarious story. story. His absence
0: story. added, I think, to the whole affair. Yeah. Um,
4: considering recent events, I don't think he cares
2: either. But. No, also. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Campbell was like
1: a story to be told forever. I'm like, eh, not. A, if, if he gets married again, like, that story kind of.
2: No, I'm always going to tell the story of my first wedding because we, we always knew that Jackie was going to be my first ex wife. <laughs> That was a joke. Yeah, yeah, he's it's a joke and jest, and then it's like... Our no, yeah. No, well, it when
3: his brother shows up to the next one, we'll be like, remember? Yeah, hey, yeah, you enjoy your first wedding. Enjoy yeah. your first wedding or your brother's. It's like, like the hangover, too. <laughs> hey, we're going to make a million dollars. Oh, this is much better. Ba- oh, wait, you weren't there. Like you can blame it on Mike. Money. I
2: kind no. of want to get married again just to see if my brother would do the same Yeah, But
1: I've told this story
3: before.
2: Actually, <laughs> I'll do the same thing. When
1: I... <laughs> when I... Yeah. You got to say... He got to say... I got to
3: say... Right.
0: Yeah. Matt, did you get the special? No, I got Oh, you got intro on mole. I got t- the fucking mole. tamale. Tamale mole. Sure. That
2: shit was, this, that shit was a test. It was good
3: last week. So, you
1: didn't even get one taco?
0: No. No, you have to take care of that. You yeah, I got three. I, I got I up the average for the whole table.
2: Yeah.
3: Too positive. That's Italian. Look, look at this.
2: How could you not want this? Look at this fucking thing.
3: It's pretty good. It's it fucking good. tamale.
2: How could you not want
4: bacon and steak? Thank you. That's a fair question. I do not
2: like bacon mixed yeah, with other We had this needs. talk on
4: the way here. And he then, wow. Here we are. This man is a madman. He doesn't like it when.
2: Alejandra, Does, do you like salt cheeseburgers? Oh. Okay. Well, never mind Thanks.
1: then. Wow. The only cheeseburger you sociopath is they're, better. They're they're I making fun. They're I making, judge people <laughs> like you.
2: <laughs> they're making fun of me because I said that adding bacon to a cheeseburger, which is a very common practice, detracts from the quality of the cheeseburger. I think too, it's too much meat. It's a not He's the right move boy. to do. No such thing as super. I'd as rather meat, have maybe. the cheeseburger. It's just the worst on American that ever
3: was.
4: Yeah, it well, like
2: meat at one point, barbecue's know? a whole different meat. story because no. it's like, yeah, because like, like burgers on a grill. That's different. Right, yeah. yeah. No, but like, if I go to like this fancy restaurant and they have a burger, I'll
4: eat that and I'll enjoy it. But like, Our i bar's start, go start thinking one. about it and how I'm eating
2: meat. Wait, do you not eat meat? No, I do. It just, oh. It
4: just, it just like starts of tasting. She doesn't want to consciously know. I gotcha. Yep. I gotcha.
1: I eat, like, five a year. I don't eat a lot of hot dogs. I only eat hot dogs in the summer. Yeah, but I got into a fucking, like, like, a windmill thing. I don't know if you guys ever eat windmill. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, not, a hot, I'm no. not a hot dog guy. Like, I, I find whatever. Like, I don't care. I'll eat it. But I started getting them from windmill. Yo, they are banging. They're, like, crispy. They're filling. It's, like, a, not too thick, but, like, they, they fucking figured shit
3: out. I there. got windmill once this summer.
0: Nah, yeah, hot dogs, nice
2: hot dogs are one of those things, like everything else. If you go to like a "quote unquote" gourmet place, like it, it, it's all it changes your whole now, perspective. There's on two places shit.
3: in North Jersey: Hiram's Rot-tops? and Callahan's.
2: Oh. hot dog places oh. in,
3: in in Fort Lee. Hiram's and Callahan's. They're across the street from each other and had been forever. I've got a Jersey. Hiram's is the place where we would go. Down and dirty, leaking from the ceiling. A lot of shit going on. Biker bar esque yeah. joint. Callahan's is like the fucking family version of Hiram's. And they competed for each other, with each other forever. And eventually, Hiram's won out. Callahan's went out of business on that corner. And Hiram's celebrated for a week, gave out a week's worth of free hot That's dogs. That's amazing. Like Riddle grill wow. hot dogs. And they're just like, we killed them! Like, and that was just like what it was.
4: Hiram's hot dogs up in North So, City. I will go on record as saying I'm that weirdo who actually likes dirty water dogs. Yeah, so I love them. Yeah, I prefer also, my hot dogs boiled. I now, love dirty
1: water. dogs no, no, no. no, no. I don't. Pre- now, no, I, I don't prefer them. If I'm in, if I'm in the city or if I'm in a ball game,
4: yeah, like, I'll eat I, that shit. I, I actually it. do prefer them boiled. Now, I prefer, I much prefer beer boiled. hot I hang dogs out with beer boiled hot I hang dogs, out with dogs are my favorite. No. But if I don't get access to beer boiled hot dogs, dirty water dogs are, are so good. Ruts
0: love hot. Them. If you're going to New York City, you don't go to Ruts hot and get a ripper. You're doing it wrong. That's where all the hot. That's where the yeah, hot. Yeah, Hut's the one.
1: Chop. No one. Yeah, Russ Hut. That. See, like that's the line though. There's always a line drawn between places, like the good places. And I want to know about all of them. Like I want to hear everyone's opinion. But like, we talk about this Vix and Pete and those Yeah. Me personally, like, to me personally, it's no comparison. It's Pete and Elders, It's the one I grew up with. It's the one I they're love. They're different it's the one, though. They're different. No, Vicks
2: is way overrated.
1: But the no, Vicks I Vicks people But the Vicks people fucking love it. And I give it a lot of charges. I, Vicks I don't think it's bad. I don't no, think it's a bad it's product. It's very good. I just... Like a pizza from Pete and Elders at Pete and Elders, if you're sitting there and you order a, a cheese pizza, it's, it's fucking... It's what you need, man. Yeah. Here's the thing.
0: People know that Pete and Elders pizza is a gimmick. Even the one the ones who support and love support it the most. support and love it. And it's a gimmick. But you know it's a gimmick.
1: I know what we're paying for but this But the people shit, who care. love Vicks,
0: they think that is... The quintessential pizza. They think that is like the heart man. of rock and roll. It's too greasy for me. It's
1: not too greasy thing. It's just. It's not, not bad. It's,
2: it's, like, it's not bad. I like, think go double They think right it's now. the
0: platonic ideal of pizzas. It's, you know, that's the. I'm uh, a big
3: proportion
1: guy, and I don't think their cheese sauce cross-proportion is very wet. It's very right wet. It's yes, good. it's very wet.
2: Um.
0: Yeah, but Speaking a, 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 a VIX person will kill you. A Vicks person will, like, no, no, the fuck Vick, you like you're
2: in Yeah, the VIX people are, are deadly. No. Um, this mole tamale is phenomenal. I'm just you should
1: try to get it on taco one day.
3: Yeah. Taco! You're missing something with this steak and bacon stuff going on here. No, I'm not. It's yeah, good. It's, it good. Is it's good. Indeed, you are. It's got a nice little spice kick to it.
2: Yeah, I'm missing a little bit of salt. That's all I'm missing. You're
3: missing salt? The Salt right there, the whole thing of it. You know what I mean. This is fantastic.
1: Matt's mangina is pampered.
2: Yes, it is. I have no.
3: Well, it got a massage this weekend.
2: So. <laughs> yeah. It uh, was last a, weekend. Up, and it was a blowout. I got yeah. a pedicure also. Yeah, Mangina's well groomed. <laughs>
3: that was what we're saying. Does watch? Um,
1: he got his American blow dry.
3: David Chappelle. David.
1: It, David not, Chappelle. I did not see it on SNL. On SNL, I didn't see his bit, actually. But <laughs> I, heard
2: I heard about it. Was, it. I, I heard it was the... legendary. Probably like, watch when we go home. All right.
0: I'm not going to talk about it then. Yeah, I'm going to watch it when we go home. If
2: you guys okay, haven't seen it. It was it Kanye-heavy, like, I, mean, I heard. It, like, s- in favor yeah, of it. Yeah, like, don't spoil any jokes to me, but, like, did he go up there and beat Dave Chappelle or did he, like, tone it down? Well, <laughs> he went a thousand percent Dave Chappelle. Right. Yeah, that's
1: why we're hearing about it right that's now. That's
2: why I want to know.
0: I haven't watched SNL. The internet has a lot to say about it, and, like and the kids, the kids in the in the in the kitchen I work in, they have something to say about it. But until you guys have seen that, it's a very complex idea. We'll save that for the next Talking Taco's podcast. Yeah.
2: I haven't watched SNL in a decade, probably. I started. Yeah. Again. I always last watch. Year, um, last year or so.
0: I always watch uh, the the news show, the Weekend Update. Mm. Yeah. Uh, um, I so I usually
1: watch up until that I watch like the opening monologue I, watch if, if no, I, if it had I go on YouTube
0: next day I go on YouTube and I watch the weekend update bits because um, I think Colin Yost and, and uh, Michael, Michael J are, Ray, are yeah. very funny they're both very funny yeah. well I
1: saw him in Red Bank I saw him Colin Jost. I saw him live in Red Bank and like us here at this table know what Red Bank is all about um, nice town Cool like dining restaurants bars like we well, used saw to, a to red corny every time Yeah, Count Basie. Right. Really? So he, um, it was a red bank crowd like it was middle aged. I know
2: exactly what that means. Stiff white people, well
1: off stiff white people. Yeah, stiff, stiff. And he came out a little aggressive in the beginning and like the crowd didn't react that well and he addressed it like he like <laughs> but I mean he's a fucking corn fed white boy. Oh, too. you saw him
2: perform. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I saw him actually performing. No, yeah, mean, walking down the street. Yeah, well, no, when you said you saw him, they you like, ran into him.
1: No, I saw him do a stand up act in Count Basie. But it was like exactly what I thought I was going to be walking into.
2: Because David, Chris, and I ran into Colin Yost a few years ago when we had the box seats at WrestleMania. Oh, my God. Ah. He had the box next to us. That's right. And like, he was just kind of standing there at one point, kind of like walking over, like, Right. Hey man, how's it going? He like yo, us a fist bump. Hey man, yeah, like you know, because <laughs> he actually, he um, didn't he like appear in the ring at that that night? Oh of, like, y- yes, with him
1: and Michael Che.
2: Yeah,
1: I love their dynamic though. They are fucking brilliant together.
2: And then like he like just like I looked, I looked over and like Kanye was just sitting in the box next to us after he did his wrestling bit. We were like, well, that's interesting. How'd you get up here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I was more interested if uh, Scarlett Johansson was with him so I was gonna say that his wife
1: I was gonna say that that's his draw not that's his draw dude like I went with my ex um, to go see him in Red Bank and that's all she said to like I wonder if Scarlett Johansson's is gonna be here like that's what people are like pulling for is that she's she's supporting him on tour somewhere yeah you. and I mean, like when they see him his pretty ass was fucking polished from the ears um, that, that she just happens to was be there. Staten Island boy. Yeah, so is Pete Davidson. What happened?
2: I was just gonna say. Speaking of that, the Pete Davidson news laying. People are everybody. losing their minds over the fact that Pete Davidson is apparently dating Emily Ratajkowski. Pete
1: Davidson stays in the like the right the, 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 the Kanye kind of like level gossipish shit, but doesn't try to. He just lives his fucking life. Yeah. And he's just. He's oh, in the dating hall of fame.
3: I mean, he's just—it's like he's
1: not even trying, bro. It's I like, saw a meme. It's like they're today. falling into his well, fucking. That's why these room. He's girls not
2: find the FBA's, him. the FBA? FBA one He's just See, off the numbers. I guarantee you, that's why these girls find him so attractive because he does not fucking care. In his mind, I guarantee you, he's like, "Yeah, fuck a supermodel or don't. I don't care." Like you know, I. Don't I can we break up and it goes bam? I guarantee you, that's what these girls find attractive. Like about. Dr. Dave's
1: story about the uh, the chick from Long Branch that was at the hotel and then like. You know, it's was threatening <laughs> shit on him. He's like, what, you're going to put pictures? Like, I don't care. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, go do it. You know, I'm proud of that picture. I guarantee, I I guarantee you that's
2: his appeal. That is his appeal. He doesn't fucking care. Which, good for him. Yeah, yeah. If I was yeah. Pete Davidson, I wouldn't fucking care either.
0: I saw this great meme that said, women only have two career paths in life. Date Pete Davidson or have... Uh, one of um, Nick uh, Cannon's Nick
1: Nick kid. <laughs> kids. I also, yeah, oh so God. I don't know if we have a meme yo, of that's the week. So fucking good. I don't know if we have a meme of the week, but we I, I also again, just wanted to address some of like I saw like a few of these Nick Cannon ones because There's apparently so Nick Cannon like announced an 11th child 12? being born. Yeah. Oh, In, no, 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 12th. no, he announced an 11th child and then a very, very, later. very shortly after a week, thank you, a week later, a week later, he's having his 12th.
2: So I was like, "Oh, you're right. You're right." Boom,
1: boom. <laughs> so there was there was a couple memes about him that, like like you said, he was tied to that one. Um, I saw one. It was like a twenty three and me to see how much Nick Cannon you're made of,
4: <laughs> like oh, shit like that. How much? I mean Nick these Cannon. days it's pretty, pretty much a 50 fifty fifty. You're either a Nick Cannon's kid or else you're Herschel Walker's.
1: Yeah, Herschel Walker's in the world. Oh, <laughs> he had a bunch of kids too? Well oh, came
4: out Yeah, mostly whole... secret children. Oh, that's right. That he tried to have aborted but it didn't work. Yeah. Some of them he actually did have aborted. Uh, some he didn't. And he is the most pro life candidate out there, which is hilarious.
3: Five hundred dollars to make it go away, baby. I saw Nick Nick Cannon pays four million a year in child support. Oh, my. Good Four Lord. million. That's
4: too much, dude.
3: That's ridiculous. I mean,
1: it's two being born still. That's so what. That's
3: like. Uh, it's a
0: little
1: less than half, a kid.
3: Yeah, $400,000 a kid.
1: Yo, 12 kids. 12 kids is a lot of kids.
3: A lot. It's it's just. It's an NFL starting offense. That's a lot for like. I like, mean, like, and a replacement. That's a lot for
1: like our grandparents who had a lot our of kicker. kids kind of shit. Like, that's a lot of fucking
3: kids, man. Yeah. We're I mean, talking about football for 35 seconds. Since I'm the commissioner of the Fantasy Football League, this week, last week, first game in Munich, Germany, there oh. were three million ticket requests and only 67,000 people game? in the stands. The, what new, game? the Tom Brady game, the, the the Buccaneer game. Really, I didn't realize that. It was 9:30 a.m. in Germany. I didn't know it was earlier. Yeah. First okay. game. Okay. And three million ticket requests. People surrounding the stadium get in 67 million uh, 67,000 people allowed in stacked to the stands of Germans drinking They're going to kill football for me. 60 beers like this. They're going right. to kill football for me. They were singing Take Me Home Country Roads during the game like literally like they treated I think it like think we're
1: all fucking Cowboys, bro.
3: They treated Yeah, They Wait, think that every Americans a Cowboy. From and West they, Virginia?
4: Yeah. Wait, we're not. Damn mama. <laughs> Hold
0: and, on. Th- th- it's a team from Tampa Bay and a team from... Hey, wait, who was it? Yeah, who, who Atlanta? Or no?
3: Italian. I think it was Atlanta. You might be right.
1: You might be right. They think we're all like gunslinging cowboys. Sure. Listen,
3: and they, were they, wanted, about West they Virginia. want an NFL team more than... Country roads. Anything. Football's on the verge of being international. Any second there. Well, the NFL.
1: Listen.
3: I guess. And so are concussions.
1: I guess I'll just go back to following
3: rugby. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the same thing in a minute.
1: Yeah, I want to eat a lot of desserts. If they had the ch-
4: if Look, they had the Nutella ones, I would eat that. We've been playing in London for years, though. So yeah. kind of, With Seattle. With Seattle. England right. still doesn't have a team. What? No, but. We've been playing in London for years, and England 2000... still doesn't have a team. Giants.
3: You want me to tell you why? You can't because win the, owners, the owner of the Jets was the ambassador to London. That's why we're not going to have one for 25 years.
1: So, um, fun fact. You know, the first NFL touchdown scored in London, who it was by?
0: Who was it by
4: Baltimore?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two-time Super Bowl champion, number ten, Eli Manning.
4: Uh, really? True yeah. story.
3: He's t- t- <laughs> retired. Like anyway. No more. No more out of him. No
1: more. I see him more now than I saw him fucking when he was playing.
3: Him and his brother are gonna buy the. Uh, they're gonna the, buy everything. They're gonna buy the, the Commanders. Oh, really? If, if Jeff Bezos doesn't buy it.
1: Yeah, that's cool that the Commanders beat the Eagles. That's good.
3: Thank God. Any opportunity
0: I can have. Nobody wants the
3: Eagles to go undefeated. No,
0: or uh, um, to, to any sort of level of success.
3: Yeah, fuck Philadelphia. Guys, I, I hope they
0: lose the next eight, or seven in a row, and um, don't make the playoffs. I hate to say it, guys, but Matt might been, right been right about the rain.
3: Matt might have been right about the rain. Yeah, no, it was coming on harder before. I fucking hate all of you. I mean, he might not be all the way right, but he's kind of right. I have a raincoat. I'm fine. Do you? Yeah, the gear doesn't have a raincoat. Garbage bags. <laughs>
0: it's in a backpack.
3: If you're not gonna have a taco, you better finish that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm full. There's one bite left. It's like three bites. That's one bite. That's one. one bite. That's one human that's a bite.
2: One human bite. Listen, I'm not. You don't even. You don't know. know what I am. More human. That's a lot of mumbling for no reason. You don't know what I am. No you don't, you don't what I can be a fucking Jekyll. So if you're a Jekyll. But he picked his fork you back up. a Jekyll good was for a you. thing. <laughs> He's not done. Jekyll. He's not is not done. a human. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm still, still working. I am. Jackal. Away. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> jackal, not jackal. <laughs> I meant to say jackal. Thank you.
0: Thank
4: you. Um. <laughs> is it a jackal? What I want to give
0: a shout out to Colin O'Neill for coming. And My pick- dude,
1: Colin. Yeah.
0: Colin O'Neill came pick me up uh, so that we could go out to the Princeton Half Marathon. It started at 7 a.m. gun time. 7 a.m. Which is early for a race. Um, and they had a, a pace requirement. You had to finish the race in, like, just barely over three hours or else they kicked you off the course. Because, oh, yeah, it, Princeton's like, we'll let you run here, but you got to get it over quick. 10 a.m., yeah. Fuck yeah. Out
2: real quick, yeah.
0: Um, which most, like, in, in the, the one in Asbury, it's it's a 9 a.m. gun time. Wow. and And there's no pace requirement. Not like that, anyway. But anyway, <coughs> he picked me up at 5 a.m. We were out there by 6 we found bag check. We used the toilets. We, you know, got our, our hydration and pacing strategy. We did some warm ups together, and then uh, we raced. And uh, it was good. I've been I've been running a lot.
2: Aren't you going to talk about what your pace was? Yeah, You're I, I yeah I
0: finished uh, an hour forty five, basically flat. And um, so it's under Eamon, It was like seven fifty eight miles. There was uh, there was one hill that
2: really uh, really kicked my ass. Were you running up that hill? I was. Did you make a pack we got? What was the elevation that you got all together? I know I don't remember. No,
0: I can easily look it up. But um, I I was bib number 169. uh, Nice. And actually, I have to to look it up, but I believe that's not the first time I've been bib number 169. In fact, I think I had bib number 169 for the... for the Sheehan Classic in Asbury Park here yeah. this year, yeah. Elevation gained 759 feet. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, Jesus, and this is in Princeton, you said? Yeah, it was in Princeton. Yeah, that's a lot. Most, most of it was in two hill, hills. Hill six, hill at mile six was pretty bad, but hill at mile nine was rough. Yeah, it was like the whole mile was like a, like eight percent, ten percent grade. But uh, yeah, uh, Colin, Colin finished about half an hour behind me, and. Um, in which time I had fully changed my kit. I'd now, take- what do you got for
2: dessert? Yeah,
1: only God damn it. I, I mean, that's great. That and a is Two-two. Two-two. Yeah, two, two, two. Two. Two, two. the other day that you got those Nutella things back, can you tell us? Thank you.
0: Tell them to get it back. Okay.
2: Tell them. <laughs> tell, tell, At tell least them. for Tuesdays, yeah. Tell them. Make worry. some listen, for Tuesdays. People. If
0: they love us. We'll buy them a six-pack. Yeah, listen,
2: dessert people. Take care of this.
0: <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah. So, Colin, um... By the time I finished, I had gotten all changed and I was at the at the finish line waiting for him, and his uh, girlfriend Heidi uh, spooked me. She she's like, "Hey, me, yeah, she's wonderful. She's so great." Uh, she she came up behind me and then we watched Colin cross the line, and then we went and got kegs and eggs to celebrate. Oh, um, that's it, the
3: best part of watching people race. Yeah, Re-
0: really cool. During the uh, during eggs. the race, there was um, some people behind me. The guy I overheard I talking. And he, and he was he worked for the university. And we're running by... We made this right-hand turn down the Institute for Advanced Studies. And he goes, that's where Einstein lives, right there. I was like, fuck, that's so cool. And then we get to the end, they hand out the medals, and, and Einstein's on the medal. Uh, yeah, they use, they, oh, nice. yeah, use his image for the t-shirt they give you, and, the, and on the medal. So I've, I'm, a, I'm a, again, it's not the first medal I've won this year, actually. Um, this is a participation medal, though. I actually won a, uh, an age group medal, uh, back when I just first started running I ran in this race that nobody else runs in I'm going to run in again next year and I'll get first place <laughs> in the, that's, dude that's the lobster 5k that's like the best one because you get a lobster roll when you're done you that's fucking, great yeah you bust your ass for $25 20, dollar value yeah you bust your ass for 20 minutes and all of a sudden you're fucking eating a lobster swimming roll. in
2: lobster it's great I love so, kegs and eggs
0: yeah so we went out for kegs <laughs> and eggs
2: had a bunch of beers some moses. it was great we used to go in college, <clears throat> a strip club, cheerleaders. They did kegs and legs. Oh, Same thing, plastic. just with strippers also. You show up at the strip club at like 9 a.m., fucking eat some breakfast, look at some titties.
4: Breakfast to champions.
2: Have, have a few cocktails. Matt would get <laughs> most of his breakfast. <laughs> I kind of,
1: yeah, I always was intrigued, even at a young age. Like, I haven't been to a strip club <laughs> in like 10 years or so. Yeah. But even at a young age, when I used to go a lot. I was always, like, baffled by the fucking people that were, like, eating there. Like, would, like, Dude. order food. Mm. Or, like, go to the buffet. Club,
2: not every strip club serves food, but those that no, do but other one, but are you, sus. And when you see people eating food there...
1: But even the ones that don't serve food, well, like, like uh, Go-Go-Rama, for example.
2: Oh, people bring their own food? No, in? There's
1: a, there was, like, advertised on the fucking wall, like a pizza place in a time, something like that, that delivered there. So you call them up, and they would bring you food. People would be sitting at the bar, like old creepers... And, like, just eating a fucking
4: meal, bro, while, like, chicks are doing, like, a, yeah, a fucking... So, uh, funny flat. story. Yeah, I can't do that. Funny story. Chris Campbell and I once brought food to a strip club oh. in order to get in for free.
2: Oh. <laughs> Wait. What's the line? Everyone's like, so you so, get there, they don't eat. So for those who don't know, Chris Jesus Christ. Chris Campbell. Let's use the full
3: names on everything. Yeah, yeah. First and <laughs> last, uh, As if uh, anybody
2: actually, no.
4: Uh, so,
2: Joe Marino recently divorced my friend. Like, so, here's the trade. Matt uh, Magnifico also recently divorced.
4: Chris Chris used to own a Rita's Water Ice up in um, wherever in wherever, uh, and uh, Let's get in the newspapers. Tomorrow. <laughs> a few bad. days <laughs> down, uh, uh, a few doors down from Stupid. from him was a strip club. Wikipedia. And every day, the owner of that strip club would come over to the Ritas and grab a black cherry ice. So. One night, uh, a buddy of ours calls us up and he's in tears because his longtime girlfriend had just broken up with him. Found out she was cheating on it; like it was, it was a mess. So we all start talking and we find out that this friend of ours has never been to a strip club before in his life. So Chris and I are like, "Well, we gotta cheer him up. We gotta do something. Let's let's take him out to a strip club. To so, make you happy." We, we gather the forces. It's me, it's Chris, it's Pedro, and it's our friend Joey. Yeah, Pedro. <laughs> and, <laughs>
3: You're coming down, too. <laughs> <laughs> Pedro, what's the last yeah,
4: And we go, and we take Joey out to this strip club. And we go out, and uh, when we get over there, we park in the Rita's parking lot. And at first, I think we're doing so because it's literally, like, three doors down. We don't have to worry about parking. I'm like, okay, it's convenient. But then Chris goes over, and starts the unlocking room. the door to the Rita's. And we're like, Chris, what are you doing? What's going on? He's like, no, no, no. Trust me. Trust me, guys. I got this. And he goes in. And he comes back out with a gallon, or a half gallon, I think it was, a half gallon, of Black Cherry Ice. And we're like, what the fuck are you doing? We're about to go to a strip club. He's like, no, guys, trust me. Big I got brain. this. <coughs> so we go over. And the owner of the strip club happens to be working the door that night. Chris walks in, and the owner, got, the owner looks at him and is like, Hey, Chris, how's it going? Chris goes, Hey, John, how's it going? Hey, I brought you some black cherry ice. And John goes, Oh, man, fantastic, great. No cover charge for you guys. Go on in. It's on me. So we got four of us into the strip club for free. Awesome. It was great. And then uh, the, system, the guy man. who we brought there because he was having a terrible night ended up... Uh, we, we sent him back with a uh, w- with a dancer, and you know it' was his first time, so a couple of songs go by, and we're like, "Holy shit, does he know that we have to pay by song for this? Like did somebody warn him and then eventually, like forty minutes later, he comes back out of the dance, and he's like, "Guys, you'll never believe this. I went to high school with that girl." <laughs> Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> she she oh. gave him like four free dances that, oh, oh, Four? <laughs> Jesus That's That's right.
3: The one that got away At this the particular establishment At this particular establishment You can pay <coughs> a premium price To have a dinner with one of the dancers So talking <laughs> Again, about Again they're, they're all
1: yipped Nobody wants to fucking eat No,
3: no but You can a private, pay to have dinner with them A private meal Sitting at a table with them Ew. What? That's,
4: that's what the rule was. Yep. You could pay. Yeah. Just so sit down and have a meal. That's I don't I I wouldn't do that. And there, <laughs> there were guys who did. There were guys who did. And what what you know? Talk like, about paying for the fantasy. I mean yeah
2: I'm sure there were man like I mean like yeah at that point what did, like at that point you're paying for marriage like <laughs> what are you paying for at that point.
3: Uh, so I wanted more. to give. It. Here's a, here's a tamale with one
2: bite left of it. I got one fucking bite left of the tamale. Everybody fucking cool your jets, okay? Nice boy. Everybody. Everybody shut up. Everybody fucking cool your jets. I think we need some spoons. I Oh, fuck this. The sure hot. It high. It's gonna be high there in the
0: middle. All right. Um, guys, I love you so much for saying such nice things about me while I was away, but since it's come to that time, I just want to say I'm disappointed that nobody plugged that whiteboard uh, the week I was gone. Fuck uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, All that wipeboard. I've got some things coming up. Um, really interesting shit. So I'm done running. Not done, but like I'm, you know, it's a mega focus of mine. Um, now that's over. Plus, I'm done traveling. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I was traveling a bunch, and now I'm done. I'm, my, my training is c- accumulated for the season. I'm redoubling my efforts. Yeah, your today. points are up. Into the whiteboard.
1: Yeah, anyone see, speaking of that, I'm sorry. Anyone see Dave Portnoy today? He posted something on Instagram. He was buying gum, a pack of gum, like $1. 29. And he scanned his American Express and, like, I saw the, it. the points that were on it, 45 million he had. The, lady, the lady that rung him off was like, You could probably go on a trip. He's like, I can go on a lot of trips. She's like, I'm winning the point game. He's like, I am winning in points right now. I love it.
0: Well, there's this, oh, speaking of which, there's this, um, uh, Chinese billionaire who has this American Express Centurion card and he's been buying like priceless works of art for like $45 million each by swiping his Centurion card a bunch of times. Oh my god. And um, yeah, he has more points than any other human on the planet.
2: Meh. Well, What? That's an interesting thing about American Express cards that depending on the card that you have there's literally no limit. Like there's literally no limit. But
1: yeah, part of what I was saying, he's like, I don't ever use them.
2: Yeah. Check like, out, oh, I bet you have a lot. He's like, no, I bet I have a lot. I mean, 45 million points. That's out. It's hard to use. Yeah, yeah, it's outrageous. Like, it's outrageous. But anyway, all right, since we're getting our plugs in, Dave, you got the whiteboard? Anything else? Oh, I did. I'll come back to it.
3: Bill? Nah, man. I'm out. Chris? Twin Lights Brewery, Sunday nights, come see me. 4057 Asbury Ave, Titten Falls.
4: If you go anywhere else, you're
3: stupid. <laughs> uh,
4: so as I promised, at Vanessa Joy on Instagram, Vanessa Joy Photography. She is absolutely amazing, one of the best fo- photographers in the world. Uh, also, at Francis Marshall One. Yeah, dude. Franny is one of my students. He is making his UFC debut on December 3rd. You going to make some noise. It's gonna be awesome, Francis Marshall. Keep an eye out for him. on him. Instagram. Yeah, okay. at Francis Marshall One.
2: Fuck yeah. Um, you know the deal. Listen to everything on the Review Podcast Network. More stuff to come in the coming months. Uh, follow. Should Pat Miles get involved in this? Yeah, too? Pat Miles is going to be a part of the. He sounded good last week on the show. Yeah, yeah. no, he did. Pat Pat's going to be part of uh, Ready Set Review, soon to be renamed. Uh, Possibly cannon fodder. He wants to join. We have things open, um, and uh, follow uh, obviously Loteria where we are here. Yeah, Alejandra, uh, don't follow Asbury Park Distilling anymore. Barrio, follow Barrio Costero instead. And our friend Rachel, that is now there. Uh, we love you guys. Follow we'll the Hard Maybes. Week. Oh yeah, follow hard, hard Maybes. We have some shows coming up they haven't been announced yet. Some music coming up. They will be announced probably this week actually. So by the time this podcast comes out, we'll probably have announced them. Anyway, I'm Matt. I'm Bill. I'm, I'm Dr. Dave. I'm Campbell. And I'm Kung
4: Fu Joe. See you guys next week.